Christina Kozlowski. And I'm Becca Griggs. We're two millennial pals living at opposite ends of the earth and here to discuss all the things that keep you up late at night. Each week, one of us will reveal the topic and then discuss our initial impressions. After that, the host with the most, or you know, the one covering this week's topic, will lead us into a triple D deep dive discussion. And then we'll snuggle up with some segments at the end of the episode. Boom. Or if you're Becky, you're immediately snuggled up on the I'm bed. I'm immediately snuggled up, folks. I hurt my back moving boxes because I have moved to a new apartment, which is very exciting. Yay. But unfortunately, I decided to lift a bunch of heavy boxes uh, with absolutely no muscle to speak of. So uh, now we, we have to lie down for a while. So if you hear like rustling, just terrible audio, it's because I'm lying in a bed. So I go like as soon as every time I yeah. move. It's well, if you do sound. it sound. If you do it slowly, it might be soothing. You know, ASMR this shit. Is it soothing? I've got green bike shorts on. They're very oh yeah. Fun. They're really cute. We're going full relaxation today, friends. I I just I just feel like a trash bag, so yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're the most be the prettiest trash bag of all the trash bags. Thank you so much. Um, awesome. I am a Glade heavy duty trash bag. Yeah, you're the heavy duty with the like the handles that come out. And oh you pull yeah, it and you can oh, tie yeah. it up. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm extra lavender scented one. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Because um, even as a trash bag, I want to put out comforting, soothing vibes. Biodegradable because you care about the environment. Sure am. That was actually true. <laughs> we are both technically biodegradable. We are. We are. Yeah. We nice. are. We'll do a lot of damage to the earth um, as yeah. we're living, but you know, at least we'll be made into some at least soil. Once- exactly. We can grow into a nice big tree. Yeah. Oh yeah. We had we had a conversation a week ago. Less than a week yeah, ago. Yeah, we did, didn't we? <laughs> About like, oh yeah, yeah, when I die I'll be a tree. <laughs> yeah. And we they, they put you in those little pods and you're a tree. Yeah. It's so fun. Um by the way, do you mm. want to know what this week's topic is? Goodness me, yes I do. Yeah, it's um, it's me again, baby. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about being assertive. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. How exciting. Are we gonna be assertive? Assertive. That's why I'm lying down with my yeah. butt in frame. It's a great butt. It's a cute um, butt. Go on YouTube. Check out her butt. Please don't. Like, I love that as a concept, but also actually, I must say, don't don't actively seek out my butt. If you happen, no. I was gonna say if you happen to see me on the street, you can have a look. But then I was like, actually, still don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm selling Becky and she does not want to be sold. Look, it's, well, I have that the dichotomy of I want everyone to look at me and be obsessed with me and mm-hmm. love me and give mm-hmm. me attention and talk to me. Yes. And look directly yes. at me and never look away. Yes. But at the same time, no one ever look me, look at me. Do not touch no. me. Do not perceive Don't. me. Do not say my name. Do not think uh, about no. me. And both of those coexist. Yes. So who knows? Who knows? I I truly deeply feel that. You know yeah. how there's like a wiki thing for what is it? Wiki feet? Or you sell photos of your feet? Oh yeah. You make money. Like if there's a wiki for just butts. I mean, isn't that just porn? Guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of alternate careers. <laughs> yeah. It's that time of year, I guess. Gotta think about. <laughs> I'm feeling poor. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Truly. I took this. I took this down a sexual route as I normally do. Um. But yes, we're gonna talk about assertiveness and. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I found information 
mm-hmm. from the Centre for Clinical Intervention, which is run by the Western Australian Government. Oh. Uh, and I did not know it existed. And then my friend showed me and I was like, this is amazing, and tried to show some other friends and they were all like, yeah, no, I, I've done all this before. Wow. But I hadn't, so we're going to pretend it's new. It's new. Um, it's new in Canada. It is. You won't know about it because it's in Western <laughs> no. Australia and yeah. even most people in Australia don't have a lot of opinions about Western Australia. Oh, wow. That's not true. That's just my own bias. It's fine. I've got some other, <laughs> other issues. We're all good. Christina. Yeah. While I adjust myself because I am perpetually uncomfortable Please. right now. Do so. Um, how do you feel about the concept of being assertive? Happy, sad, scared, or angry? Um, I'm a little baby and I'm scared. <laughs> I'm a scared little baby and I, yeah, I'm a wet noodle. We relate to being a wet noodle. Ooh, but what kind of noodle are you? Are you, um, are, are we just going to go with classic? Are you spaghetti? Um, are you a glass noodle? Um, glass noodle's cool because you can be like, I'm a wet glass noodle, which means I'm, yeah. like, I'm a wet soggy noodle, but also I'm a glass, which means I'm also breakable. Two and one, two, yes. two things, two and one. Double metaphor. Damn. You just mean I'm fragile, be nice Look at to that. me. <laughs> yes. oh. I, I would like to also identify as a glass noodle so here we go embarking on assertiveness as glass wet, wet soggy, soggy glass noodles. noodles welcome um so do we want to take a quick little brickity break and then you want to chat about assertiveness yeah yep okie dokie see you in a moment friend see you in a sec Tell me if this has ever happened to you. Your friends are watching the finale for a show that you've never seen, and you just want to kind of enjoy in the fun, even though you've never seen the show before. That's basically what Dessert Before Breakfast is. Hi! (laughs) Hi. I'm Melanie. And I'm Mike. We have a podcast together. It's called Dessert Before Breakfast, and it's about TV shows and watching the finales of TV shows. Because we're lazy to watch the whole show. (laughs) Available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the podcast where I'm lying down and I'm very uncomfortable and I'm going to whinge about it periodically throughout the episode. Thank you. Do it. Do it. We're all here to listen to your pain, your anguish. I'm sitting on five pillows and it's weird, but I'm short. (laughs) That's cute. Can you get a little tattoo? That's how I would describe Christina. Like, weird but short. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. Oh, boy. Oh, baby. It's after midnight, so I suppose you're going to discuss yeah. with us how to be assertive. Um, I found a lot of this information because one of my friends, Keely, what's up, babe, uh, showed me this website and was like, this is pretty sick. And I was like, oh, goodness me. And she was showing me there's a mm-hmm. list on there that tells you, like, behaviors associated with passive behavior, aggressive behavior, and assertive behavior. Wow. Uh, going through all the passive stuff, I was like, whoops, these all sound like me. A yeah, lot yeah, of the yeah. stuff that I'm, like, I, I know more people who are passive and so would relate to the passive stuff, but it does yeah. talk about how to manage when you're too aggressive as well. So, yeah, it's from, as I said before, the Centre for Clinical Interventions, which is run by the Western Australian Government. They have a whole bunch of self-help module things with these workbooks that you can just do it yourself at home. And they have things like anxiety, body dysmorphia, perfectionism, social anxiety, sleep, uh, something is in my mouth. That is one of the modules to help you if you've got something in your mouth. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. That's that's the module I'm, like, I'm looking like hair for. Hair in my mouth or something. Um, yeah. Cat oh, hair. Why is it there? Oh my God. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the selection, and I'm pretty keen to work through like quite a bunch of them. Like there's one on self-esteem. Yeah. It's calling my name. Yeah. Um, but most Ooh, importantly is yeah. the one that there's a cat hair in my mouth. <laughs> oh. It's really yeah. gross. Leave it on, Adam. Leave every me showing moment. a cat hair in the episode. This is raw. 
Please, this please. This is the real stuff. We tackle real issues. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, so but today we're working on assertiveness. Hee <laughs> Um mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of different modules within the workbook. So I think there's like 10 or 15 or something. We're not going to go wow. through every single one of them because if you want to do that on your own, you're welcome to, but otherwise we'd be here till next week. So first of all, what the heck is assertiveness? That's my question. So assertiveness is a mm. communication style and it's about being able to express your feelings, thoughts, beliefs, and opinions in an open manner that doesn't violate the rights of others. It's other communication styles, which are aggressive, which violates the rights of others, or passive, which violates your own rights. And then passive-aggressive is when you're violating someone else's rights, but in like an indirect kind of way, basically. So you're doing the uh, yes. behavior, like the physical and verbal behaviors of passive, right? but you're doing aggressive shit, so you're still hurting the other person. Canadians, um, we're so good at that. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right, Am guys? I right? Am I right? Yeah. Oh. Um, and it's, I like it because I'd always put assertiveness and aggression in similar categories. Right. Um, and I didn't, wouldn't have known the difference. I don't think I wouldn't have been able to articulate the difference. But yeah. Like I would have thought, yeah. oh, I was going to say assertive. I would have thought is like um, ag- uh, aggressive neutral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I feel like yeah. it's, I'm mean for being yeah. assertive. Yeah, but it, so some of the myths about it, are like the whole aggressive and assertive are the same thing, but assertiveness acknowledges your own needs and the needs of others. Like you're doing both. Cool. Whereas aggression is only acknowledging your own needs. Passive is only acknowledging the other person's needs, and you need to be able to do both of those things. Right. Um. There's another myth, which is if I'm assertive, I will get what I want. No doesn't guarantee any outcome at all. It's just expressing yourself in a way that you're respecting everyone involved. It's not It's not about uh, this is a thing I can do so I can win everything. Right. No, it's just it's just a way to make communicating better. Um, right. And the other one, which is if you're assertive, then you have to be assertive in every situation to be mm-hmm. considered an assertive person. But it's understanding how to be assertive provides you with the choice of when to do it. So there are sometimes when, like, if the, the example they give, which is if there's someone in a bar being aggressive and violent, right. sometimes something a little bit more passive can help. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about giving yourself the choice. Mm-hmm. Um, because unassertive behaviour can lead to low self-esteem. Um, Hi, hello, but- my name is Christina, and um, <laughs> I'm, I'm here at Low Self-Esteem Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, not so anonymous. Oh, no, Yeah. Um but in fact you're just you're being assertive. So 
as I mentioned, there is a they've got a whole module on how to recognize assertive behavior. Okay. It's got characteristics of passive, aggressive, and assertive. Um, okay. I'm not going to go into all of those right now, but right, right. I thought I might actually give you just a couple of examples of Ooh, passive. Please. Um, yeah. Because it can have like, uh, this one is the one that really got me. Because it okay. says that definition was not expressing honest feelings, thoughts, and beliefs, therefore allowing others to violate your rights can also mean expressing thoughts and feelings in an apologetic, self-effacing way so that others can easily disregard them. So it's violating your own rights. And then this one was like, I was like, um, ouch, <laughs> excuse me. It said also sometimes showing a subtle lack of respect for the other person's ability to take disappointments, shoulder some responsibility, or handle their own problems. Um, and I was like, that's a bit rude. Wow. But the, yeah, wow. the idea of disappointing someone else or making someone else feel guilty or have to do a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. I hate that. So I'm like, I'll just do all of it. It's fine. Like I'll take the like, no, you don't you shouldn't feel bad. Don't feel bad because I don't want you to feel bad because how will you manage that? Because feeling bad sucks so that I just take all of it on. Right. But this was like showing a lack of respect for that person's ability to manage it. I was like, ooh. Oh, damn. Ooh, whoopsie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just, there's like all these verbal characteristics that are like um, over soft or over warm, quiet dropping away, hesitant, filled with pauses, beat around the bush, apologies, I'm terribly sorry to bother you, frequent justifications, I wouldn't normally say anything, Self-dismissal, it's not important or it doesn't matter. Self-put-downs, you know me or I'm useless, whatever. There's so, And there's, they've got like thinking style, non-verbal characteristics. And, oh, yeah, this is the thing that I really liked is that it talks about the payoff. Oh, okay. Which is something that normally like they don't – I feel like things don't – when they say you shouldn't do this thing because it's bad, I go, yeah, but you're not really acknowledging that there are – I'm doing this for a reason. Like there is yeah. – and because it says payoff – Praised for being selfless, a good sport. Rarely blamed if things go wrong because you haven't usually shown initiative. Others will protect mm. you and look after you. You can avoid, postpone, or hide conflict. So in the short term, it can lead to a reduction of anxiety. Ah. Uh, but then, of course, there are the cost, which is can you can be a bit more prone to a build up of stress or anger. Others can make unreasonable demands of you. You can get stuck in relationships that aren't healthy or are difficult to change restrict yourself yourself into other people's image of a lovable good person and like loss of self-esteem anyway i digress that's a whole that's one of the whole modules there's like a whole bunch more in there but it's like wow wowie wowie I'm like, oh no, I do those things. Right. And there's a whole bunch of other modules that are like how to say no and do how to do a whole bunch of things. But yeah. what I wanted to look at was one of them, which is how to behave more assertively. Love I it. Could be pretty useful. Yes. Um, and there are different types of assertion. So there's basic, empathetic, consequence, discrepancy, negative feeling, and broken record. So, and they've also Ooh. mentioned that, like, when you practice techniques like this, like, I always say this, everything is a skill. You might not be good at it right away. That doesn't mean you're never going to be good at it. Right. Like, I, yeah. was having, I had a friend say was talking to me that she was having an issue where she had someone who hadn't paid her back for something and mm-hmm. she didn't know how to ask for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a friend who had to ask someone for basically to pay them back and I was giving her, like, the words to use to say it because right. I had practice in doing that sort of thing. Yeah, so she needed the words to actually be able to express what what she needed and didn't know how to ask it in a way that didn't sound condescending. And so then we came up with strategies, like, rather than saying, hey, are you going to pay me back? Or, like, can you please pay me back? Or any of that, which is difficult to do. I said, what yeah. you can do is you can go, oh, by the way, the say, so I don't remember how much it was, but... Like the $10 from the other day, do you want to give that to me in cash or do you want to transfer me? Nice. And give you nice. two options, but none of the options are to not pay you back. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Because it's yeah, hard, yeah, like, yeah. especially when it's like not a huge amount of money, so you feel like you're being a bit of a wiener asking. For example, like that friend is studying, doesn't have a lot of money, needs that $10. 
Yeah. You know, like it, it is important. And also it was the, the person was being kind of disrespectful with just like not even asking if they wanted to be paid back, like they didn't offer to pay. Yeah. So, but then my friend was saying like, but I like, that's fine. Now you give me the words to use, but like, I can't come up with those kind of things. Like, I don't know what to say. And it's yeah. Like, yes, you do. You just need to practice. Cause I didn't just yeah. come out of the womb ready with, so do you want to pay back with card or catch? Like I didn't just come yeah. out saying that. No. It's that I've had to have similar conversations and often my mum helps me. That's great. <laughs> um, because bless her soul. And so you just got to like practice. So everything's a skill. And if you get things wrong, that's okay. You can go, oh, I tried to be assertive in this one situation. I realized in hindsight I was a bit too, like I apologized too much or my voice was a bit quiet. So next time yeah. I'm going to try it like this. And so also always focusing on your nonverbal elements as well with all of this because this is this mostly talks about verbal stuff but it's also making okay. sure that you keep in mind like body like um body language eye contact all that sort of stuff and yeah. there are modules about that in here as well so if you want more information about that oh go my to God. the center for clinical that's, intervention that is that's that's amazing because one thing i do to compensate is to ask something that's hard but i'll be like let me make it okay for you let me supply mm-hmm. you a soft landing yeah. for what i need from you yeah and it's hard <laughs> and it often like i've noticed that it can make the other person uncomfortable as well because they don't if you really mm. if they know that you're you're communicating honestly and just saying what you need it's a lot easier to respond whereas when you don't know when someone's just being really nice, you're like, are they actually upset with me? I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, so with our different types of assertion, the mm-hmm. first one is basic assertion is when we make a statement that expresses clearly our needs, wants, beliefs, opinions, or feelings. And this type of assertion can be used as like a daily thing to make our needs known. So it can use I statements. For example, I need to leave by five o'clock or I feel pleased with the way this issue has been resolved. Um, you can also use it to give praise or compliments, in, informational facts or when raising an issue for the first time. Um, so I haven't thought about that before. I'd like time to think about your idea. I thought your presentation was really good. The cost will be $2,000. I like it when you help me. These are all examples they've given. They were mm. very useful. I was going to try and write my own examples, and then I was like, I don't know how to write my own examples. I'm going to give you theirs. Um, yeah. So it's important to be really specific when making these kinds of statements. Figure out beforehand what you want or feel and then say so specifically and directly without extra padding and other waffling stuff. Just say what you need and that's it. Okay. And that helps you be really clear about what you're trying to communicate. Um. You can also use this when you're trying to communicate your feelings to someone. You can say, I feel angry or I feel upset or I feel nervous or whatever it is. Um, and that sort of that self-disclosure can help reduce anxiety and help you relax and take charge of your own feelings. Um, and it shows that you are taking responsibility you are taking responsibility for your own feelings, which is true time. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I I I, re- I remember learning I statements and AP psychology, yeah. and and it is it is it is so helpful, especially to like if you're doing that. I feel nervous, or I feel guilty, or I feel angry, or I feel scared, and then you can also say when you do mm. this, and then you're not putting that on the person. Was the example? It's like the action, but it's not yeah. them. Do you know what I mean? Where people are like, well, you're always so yeah, angry. It's like this, this Where, action yeah, yeah. is making, like, I feel this way when this action happens. Rather than you exactly. make me, that you're making me angry, you're making me sad. It's like, it's, you're not, yeah. 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 You always put me in a bad yeah. mood or whatever. That's aggressive. Yeah, that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. The assertion we have is emphatic assertion. Emphatic? Empathic. <laughs> Empathic. Did I say emphatic last time? I'm pretty Emph- sure I said em- emphatic. Em- no, you no, you did said I? empathetic. I do mean you empathic. You I did. mean empathy. Mm-hmm. You're emphatically, I'm emphatically em- empathic. Talking about empathy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. I have a degree, everybody. Um, so empathy is bing, the bing, whole bing. thing about like understanding someone's feelings, needs, and wants, and so this can be helpful 
Um, Because you can have an element of recognition of their feelings as well as a statement of your own feelings or needs and wants. Um, So an example is, I appreciate that you don't like the new procedure. However, until it's changed, I'd like you to keep working on it. A lot of these are like work-specific things. Um, Okay. Yeah, this is when you've got another person involved in a situation that may not fit with your needs and you need to indicate that you're aware of that. Right. Uh... Like, I recognize that it's difficult to be precise on cost. However, I need a rough estimate. I see. So it's, it, it holds it holds you back from overreacting with just full-on aggression, but yes. it also doesn't, you don't overdo it. So it says it's possible to overuse certain phrases with empathic assertion, um, and it can start to sound insincere, and it can be also used to mask aggression. Yeah. So when people say, I appreciate your feelings, but then it can devalue it and it can become kind of passive aggressive. Totally. It's it's one that you've got to use carefully, but it is important to acknowledge other people's feelings. Yeah. But it's got to be done in a way where it's like, you're not, you're not just doing it so you can try and get what you want. You're doing it to genuinely acknowledge their feelings. Yes. I feel like that's the difference with that sort of thing. I would say as well, if you have the capacity to help support this person, do some of these things. Then you yeah. can also offer it to them because if you can tell they're really overwhelmed by it, mm-hmm. you know, just saying like, do you have an idea of how this could be made easier? Yeah. And like offering, knowing what your capacity is to support or to not support and then offering yeah. thoughts about that. Yeah. Because then maybe you're both overwhelmed and it's like, oh, dang, well, we should really outsource this or something. We should ask for help from somebody else who doesn't yeah. give a dingle dangle about it. Dingle dangle. Correct. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so that's empathic, empathetic. Mm-hmm. So the next one we have is consequence assertion. And this is the one that I got to that I was like, oh, no, I'm scared now. This one yeah. feels mean. Yeah. But it's quite an important skill to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the strongest form of assertion, and it's seen mm-hmm. as a more of a last resort behavior. Okay. So it's usually being used where someone else has not been considering the rights of others and you want to get their behavior to change without becoming aggressive yourself. Mm. You're informing the other person of the, of the consequences of not changing their behavior. So it can, it can be seen as threatening and therefore aggressive. Mm. So you can only use it when you actually have consequences that you can apply and you're prepared to apply them. Okay. So you it and because it can be seen as quite aggressive, you need to be very careful of the nonverbal signals. So mm-hmm. keeping voice calm, even pitch and volume, good eye contact, body and face relaxed, that sort of thing. Cool. This is like one of the examples. I was like, this sounds horrendous. It says, if you continue to withhold the information, I am left with no option but to bring in the production director. I'd prefer not to. I'm not prepared, John. I love that they have John in these. It just makes it John. sound like ha ha stuff you. I'm not John, you're the John worst. To let any of my staff co- uh, cooperate with yours on the project, unless you give them access to the same facilities that your people have, seem like very difficult conversations to have. But they act- absolutely seem like they're definitely important. I'm having a whole. I just moved out of my apartment, so I'm having a whole discussion with the real estate company right now about mm. my last place. Because there's stuff that they're saying that I damaged that I didn't. I literally have photos oh my of some gosh. of it. They were like, you put, like, you've left water stains on the laundry wall. And then I found a photo and was like, no, I didn't. This was like that when I moved in. Stop trying to pin stuff on me because you didn't do a good inspection the first time. Good for you for taking those photos. Because they love to nail people that way. They do. They, like, they purposely didn't. This is now going to be a brief tangent <laughs> about me or whinging. But they purposely, like, don't, mark, like... I feel like this is the thing they do. They don't mark all the damage and they put it all on you to make sure that you find all of it and write it down. And then when they go in and do the inspection, they're suddenly very good at finding every single little tiny piece of damage and they try and pin it on you. Yeah. They literally have proof of one of the ones that I didn't do. They tried to pin on me. (laughs) And then there's like this one little nick in the wall, but I didn't have anything near it. So I don't think I did it. Yeah. They're trying to say that I did. Um, oh my god! And I was like, "Have you seen the rest of the walls? They're all peeling with paint, and like, there's cracks and other nicks, and like, there's so much damage to the walls." 
and you didn't mark any of it on your initial inspection, but somehow you found this when I moved out. Yep. Like it just sketches me out a lot. Um, yeah. And it just feels very much like trying to take advantage of a tenant and it's because when it's a bond, you often you just think, oh, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. They can just keep that money. I just don't want to be part of this. I just want to move on. Yeah. But what they didn't realize is that I've hurt my back and so I'm just lying around all day. So I've got plenty of time <laughs> to yes. be be assertive. Like I'm not I don't think I'm no. being unreasonable with it. And no. it's been really good practice for me to say um I understand this is what you're saying. However, this is a series of things like the apartment was super dirty and gross when I moved in. You didn't Right. Like it wasn't fit for a tenant to move in when I moved in and I've left it in much better condition. Like I've got professional cleaners and did all that. And they're trying to say that I haven't. Um, so it's fun. So this is, I think that's the kind of thing where I have to use consequence assertion. Cause I'm like, okay, well, this is something that we need to take to the board tribunal then. And that's a consequence. assertion. Yeah. So like an example of, for me recently with consequence assertion, is that I have recently moved out of an apartment and, you know, then dealing with the re- previous landlord, real estate agent, and all of that jazz um, is a bit challenging at the moment. Um, but I had to do, there was a day when they wanted the keys back by this specific day, but I had hurt my back and I couldn't do it. So I had to have a conversation with her on the phone and say, I can't do that, but this is what I can do for you instead. What can we do here? And like, had to have a grounded discussion where I had to make sure that I wasn't passive and then just didn't just go and try and do it myself and hurt my back further. Yeah. But I also didn't yell at her and go, you're being really selfish. You don't mm-hmm. need the keys back yet. You've got your own spare set. No one else has rented it yet. Calm down. Yeah. Um. But I just explained to her that I couldn't and then uh, had to then ask a friend or actually my sister-in-law, to go and take the keys for me, which also then meant communicating my needs to someone else. And I also have to keep asking everyone for help right now because I can't do a lot of stuff with my back and I hate it. Um, but being able to say uh, when someone's over and they go, do you need help with anything? Rather than going, oh, no, it's it's okay, because I don't want them to have to do stuff. Yeah. I'm going, yes, would you mind refilling the cat food for me? Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And yeah. you're going, oh, thank you. So, oh, I'm so sorry to make you do them. Which I actually did a bit of that, but I'm enjoying yeah. not to. But I've been yeah. doing a bit of that for sure. It's really hard not to. It's really but hard it's, not to. It's been easier. Like I had one friend where she was like, do you want me to help you? You've got a bunch of stuff in your car that you haven't been able to unpack. Do you want me to do it for you? And I was like, oh, um, like, yes, obviously. That would be so yeah. helpful. Yes. Yeah. The answer yeah. is yes, Becky. Becky, yeah. the answer is yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, um, and she was like, do you want me to or not? Because I can't tell if you want me to. And I was like, yeah, it would be kind of helpful. And she was like, okay, let's do it. Like, oh, but I'd like, if you don't want to, that's okay. She's like, I wouldn't offer unless I wanted to. And I want to help you because your car's full of stuff that you can't lift right now. I am happy to help you do this. Do you want me to help you? And I had to be like, oh, you think you. And she was like, just say yes next time. I offered because I want to help. I was like, yeah, you got a point. Yeah. My B. I think it's so hard though, too, when you're injured, because there mm. are so many things you need help with, especially with a back injury, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's funny. Well, it's not funny, but it's weird that like you got hurt maybe a week after I had like tendonitis in my ankle, which yeah. wasn't like the worst, but it was really annoying <laughs> and it was just things of like you know like it would be really cool if I had someone here to like just you know like help me make dinner because then I wouldn't be on my foot for yeah. an hour and a half yeah mm-hmm. like everything it messes with everything it truly does it yeah. truly does <laughs> yeah yeah and and then yeah I mean if you are someone who is more passive it just feels it feels there's like an ickiness to asking for what you need. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. But, this but it feels, here, yeah, it feels like it helps give ways to do it. Yeah. And, and, and asking someone for help, you're acknowledging that there's someone who can manage helping you. 
Totally. And it's like, I sometimes I'll even ask myself and be like, okay, Christina, is it reasonable that I do this? Yes. Okay. Then you can ask for help, you ninny. Yeah. Also, the, the whole if someone else asked me to do this, I'd be like, of course. Yeah. What else right? do you need me to do? You're like, you need help. That's you. We're friends. I want to help you. But then yeah. whenever my friends are like, hi, you need help. I want to help you. I go, oh, but I don't want to be annoying. But that, yeah. that's the most annoying bit. Yeah. It and is. You won't just say yes or no. Yes. Help. Say yes or say no. No, don't do that weird. I know you're good. It's so yeah. hard. It is hard. Um, any homes. The, there's three more types of assertion. Okay. So we've got um, a discrepancy, which is pointing out a discrepancy, which is like, as I understand it, we agreed that Project A was top priority. Now you've asked me to give more time to Project B. I'd like you to clarify now which one is the priority. That sort of thing, because that's really hard that's to great. do sometimes. You know, because some of these things, they just, they're, they're not pleasant conversations to have. No. But to, to go out in a way and go, hey, I'm, I'm really sorry to ask, but why is, like, mm, you don't, like, there doesn't need to be a bunch of that in there. You just go, hi, we were working on this. Now we've been asked to work on this. Can I just clarify which one is the top priority? Like, that's fine. Yeah. It's completely reasonable to ask. Yeah. Um, and then this one says, Paul, on the one hand, you are saying that you want to improve cooperation between our departments, but on the other hand, you make statements about us that make it difficult for us to cooperate. I agree that we can improve the situation, so I'd like to talk about that. Like that is that, that sounds like a sentence my mom would say. You know, like it just sounds. I just it's so grounded. Um, she's she's really grounded with Paul, but shit with Paul. Yeah, she's really yeah. good at. Um, but like fuck a lot of the John. Stuff that I have learned. Yeah, fucking John. <laughs> fucking John. John. I'm so sorry. Um, my uncle's name's John, and he's a lovely man. I'm so sorry, John. We love you. <laughs> um, and then the next one is negative feelings assertion. Mm. When you're experiencing negative feelings towards another person, so like anger, resentment, that kind of thing, but it's in a controlled and calm way you can draw attention to that without making like an uncontrolled outburst and you can right. actually tell them. And this one's got steps. So it's got one, describe the other person's behavior objectively. Be careful to do this without interpreting or judging. Right. And then two is you describe the impact of that person's behavior on you. Be specific and clear. Don't overgeneralize. Mm-hmm. And then three, describe your feelings. And then four, State how you'd prefer the behavior to be in the future. Um, so I like that one a lot. So it is hard when someone is making you feel a certain way and you want to lash out and then go, you really have my feelings and you always do that. And then it's, it, it does, it, the, the ultimate goal doesn't get achieved because everyone just feels a bit yucky. No, this is a really tricky one too because I would say mm-hmm. if you're not so in touch with your feelings this can Mm. be really hard like Mm -hmm. especially because when it comes to overgeneralizing or say if it's a situation that's made you really angry like i don't know about you but sometimes i can just go down a wormhole and then it's like wanting to blame them for so much Mm -hmm. it's like really something that's so important to like untangle yeah and like honestly i feel like therapy is such a good way to diffuse that stuff yeah and and just untangle the brain and go oh Mm -hmm. this is what i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so hard to figure it out sometimes when you just when you've got a lot of emotions and you're like what are these yeah like what are you what are you doing what is this what my brain do what is it coming from my brain do what you Mm -hmm. doing what are you doing up there what are you thinking? I don't know. Some some stuff. Not yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just shake your head and just like rattles around in there. Yeah. Um the last technique is the mm-hmm. broken record. Or mm-hmm. not technique, like a type of assertion. It's broken record. Children, really good at this one. <laughs> this involves preparing what you're going to say, and then you just keep saying it. <laughs> wow. Yep. 
quite useful in a lot of situations. It helps you uh, stay relaxed because you can maintain like what you need to say and you can avoid argument bait and all this kind of stuff. It's a good technique for saying no. There's a whole okay. document in here about how to say no that's fantastic. Highly recommend it. And it says that you can use the broken record concept within the other levels of assertiveness. Okay. Okay, so this is an example of the broken record technique moving through different levels of assertiveness. So we've got basic, which is I brought a clock, I bought a clock here yesterday. The button for moving the hands isn't working properly, so I'd like to exchange it. And then the shop assistant can either agree or they'll say, you should have checked the clock before you left the shop. Or like it should have been checked. And then okay. you switch to empathetic and you go, I realize that would have made things easier. However, I would still like to replace it. And at that point, the assistant either agrees with you or they can say, I don't have the authority to exchange things. Your response, I would still like it to be replaced. Hmm. And then after a few exchanges, if that doesn't happen, then you can raise to consequence assertion, which is I would like the item exchanged. If you're not prepared to do that, I'm happy to take the matter up with your head office, but I would prefer to resolve it now. So you save the Karen for the end. Yeah. You gotta save it for the end. You gotta save it for the end. But basically, you're saying the same thing. You're saying, I want to exchange this. I want to yeah. exchange this, exchange this clock, exchange this clock. You're saying it over and over again. Yeah. With slightly different phrasing. Yeah. Um, and it's only when you get towards the end that you bring the consequence in. Right. But you don't do it at the start. Yeah. No, that's um, great because you're giving the person a chance. Multiple yeah. chances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. So that's basically so like the steps the 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 whole this whole assertiveness workbook has the whole, the steps to becoming more assertive is you it gets you to create a hierarchy of situations that you want to work on mm -hmm. um and you put them in order of how hard they are that sort of thing then you can identify and change any unhelpful thinking and behaviors that you've got going on and then practice and nice. I, I think one of the examples i saw that it had was a list of difficult things you want to do and one of the more easier ones would be like asking your kids to help with chores without having to like give them lots of rewards or apologize or feel guilty about it. Just saying, can okay. you help me do this thing? And then praising them afterwards. Mm -hmm. But then a harder one could be telling your boss that they're giving you too much work. Mm. So you start with the easier ones in lower stake situations. Right. And then practice that way. And then you can work your way up to harder ones. You don't need That's to great. immediately just go in and ask your boss directly in their face for a raise. Mm -hmm. That's hard. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's, um, that's assertiveness. There's a lot Dang. more to it. Definitely do the whole workbook and module because it's really cool. Yeah. But this is just something that I came across this week as a friend showed me and I was like, this is something that I would like to share with everyone in my life and everyone around me. Do yeah. you want to do that? Via a podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when hey, I, hey, hey. I tell friends about it, they go, oh, assertiveness, can you tell me more about that? And I'll be like, yeah, listen to the podcast. And then you'll find out. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> Please listen to my podcast. I'm begging. <laughs> we, we, we still have Ingrid. You can hold on to your, your Thanks, mom, mom listening. Thanks for <laughs> being our listener, mom. I appreciate it. Thank you so um, much. Yeah. <laughs> deeply but yeah no this is great because yeah. i think ultimately uh, a certain uh, nah, nah. sorry ultimately I, I feel that assertiveness i mean it just helps us all communicate better and understand one one another better yeah <sighs> and boy oh boy we need that and i think it's a really good yeah. thing to teach kids if you have kids absolutely and I think that um, uh, I, when I have friends who are really good at being assertive and yeah. communicating their needs clearly, I actually really like those friends because yeah, you it, it, it makes you feel more comfortable being assertive back mm -hmm. and you know that you can have discussions, whereas it's hard when I had, like, I had this one friend, <laughs> my friend Katie, we're, we're both a little bit passive with each other. That's really yeah. funny because um, I'm going to go see the musical Frozen. I'm very excited. Um, uh, you are and i was so i said like because i got two tickets and then i was like katie if you want to come like let me know otherwise i'll find someone else but like i would love for katie to come mm -hmm. and then she was like yes i would love to come and then i was like yay she goes but if you, if you want someone else to go that's okay too and i was like 
no, no, like, you're my first choice, but I didn't want you to feel pressure to have to come. And she was like, I didn't want you to feel pressure to take me. <laughs> and then we were both like, why do we do this? I why do we do this to each other? Yeah. Why do we, we, we know each other quite well. Like, we know. Yep. I, uh, <laughs> yep. But it just takes us so long to get anywhere because we both do it. Yes. And it's so difficult. <laughs> yes. I know. And then you're but like, yeah. oh, are we doing the dance? We're dancing. Are we doing that thing where we don't yep. just communicate properly because we care about each other so we're like oh it'd be better if i'm really nice to them and it's like no you can tell each other how we feel which yeah. is really hard and what i felt was i really want you to come to this show and she, what she felt was i really want to come to this show with you why don't we just say that not that hard <laughs> yep anyway assertiveness let's practice you know am i right mm-hmm. um do you want to go on a little brickety brickety brockety brew let's and then come go. back and we can do a little rippity wrap up QQQ. Sounds great. Hey friends, Becky here. Just wondering if you're enjoying our sweet little slumber party podcast. Like maybe five stars of enjoyment. You know, Becky, listeners can't respond to us in real time. It's just you and me on Zoom. I know, but I'm being engaging and inviting. Everyone, please ignore Christina's snide remarks. And if you like our show, pretty please think about giving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Or you can invite a friend to our slumber party too. Whatever tickles your fancy. But if you don't like it, please keep that to yourself because our feelings are very delicate and therapy is really, really expensive. Yep, I am made of glass. And now, back to the podcast where we will say more words at you. All right, you up, Christina? Sure am. I'm back at it. Back again. Backstreet Boys. Started back up and a train went past right as I did that. Choo oh, choo 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 choo. So just in case anyone has been like, why is there a train going through the episode? Um, it's because I'm on a train. I'm currently on a train. I live inside a train. I'm a train wow. conductor. Wow, my friend Ryan would be deeply jealous of you. Really? Deeply. Yeah, train friend. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was working on a train before COVID, and um, his Aww. things are trains and space. Oh, <laughs> that's so fun! Oh yeah, oh yeah. I love trains and space. Actually, I don't really care about trains. I care about space. Space is cool. Space is cool. Yeah, I get to learn about space at work. Sometimes it's fun. Oh yeah, yeah, the museum job. Yeah. So fun. We've got the like Sydney Observatory as part of it, so you get to talk. Fancy. Um, wait, I don't know so if cool. I work at the museum. Okay. I'll take that out. Um, I just farted. Oh, it was quiet. You didn't get to hear it. Oh. Um, I'm heartbroken. Anyway, Katina, how do you feel? Hap, sad, scared, angry. I feel happy, scared because assertiveness is still like, damn, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Truly. Me? Me to stand up for myself, but Ooh. I am her. I am the glass noodle. <laughs> I can't. Um, but it is it is good, and it's it's nice to have the message reaffirmed that it's like you are helping others mm-hmm. by being assertive. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's like <clears throat> when you say well, like this is the whole thing with asking for pay raises and stuff yeah which is like a tangential thing to this is that when you ask for your value and you say this is what i need Mm -hmm. you're actually helping everyone around you because if you when you know when you if you sit around in a job where you feel undervalued underpaid that you you aren't respected yeah you don't do as good of a job no you're not going to enjoy it and you might not stay there for it you might quit after a while whereas if you stay and you tell them what you need in what your value is and you argue for that and you can explain it yeah and you get paid appropriately and you get treated better you're likely to want to do a better job and to like all that so if you like expressing your needs mm-hmm. helps other people to meet your needs yes because <laughs> otherwise they don't know people and... are so very <laughs> self-focused 
they don't realize that your needs are there and that you need them. And if you don't tell them, a lot of times they just don't know. I think it's also important to say that your needs do matter. Mm-hmm. You know, they do. like it is fair for you to go, huh? You know, it would be way more easier for me to be able to afford my lifestyle. And I'm not saying like you're be like you're a reasonable person. Maybe you're like, I would like to buy a raincoat sometime and have some savings. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> 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 um, I just want 50 raincoats. I just I ordered one million raincoats. Yeah. That's well, the dream. you, you the need American it. Dream. You need that's the Vancouverite dream. That's <laughs> what you Vancouver need dream. here. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, the Vancouver dream is sun. Give me some freaking sunshine. Maybe you could go and talk to this guy <sighs> and be like, hi, what I need from you at the moment um, is any sort of vitamin D, please. Oh, yeah. And then, and then just like a dropper of vitamin D lands on my head. I'm like, yeah, like, that's not what I meant. Th- yeah, that's not helpful. But yeah, this was, this was a, a good topic and yeah. I really want to explore. I it wasn't too boring. I think it was fun. I think it was, I find it interesting. I so. think it was helpful. Yeah. 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 Should we should we get into some segmentos? Oh hell yeah! Cool. Hell awesome. Yeah. Becky, do you have um? Do you have a sugar rush? Do you have a something nice? Do you have a something spice? Oh, good question. I have a something nice, and that oh, is yeah. that. Um, on the topic of people being helpful, yeah, my friends during this process of my back being a garbo garbage garbo. Yeah. Um have been really helpful. Oh. <laughs> like it's ooh, ooh, <laughs> my cord. Um it's like it's asking for help is really hard and I like I had to ask a friend to come and help me get a few more things from my old apartment and then bring it back home and then she was she's the one who offered to bring everything upstairs and then I also had to be like can you put a bit more cat litter in the litter box? Can you do this? Like I had to ask um yeah. that friend and a few other friends who also come by to just help me. Like I had I had a friend come over and I was like, Can you just can you load the dishwasher for me? It, like I can't crouch down to the bottom of it. Oh. Can you just load like do the di- like put the dishwasher on for me? Um and everyone's been so like jumping to help. Like they don't that no one's been like, oh, you're so annoying, Becky. Like, I haven't felt like a burden to my That's friends. That's so cool. even, Like, even though my brain goes, you're a burden, you're a burden, you're a burden. Mm-hmm. My friends haven't made me feel that way. They've been like, no, Becky, we want to help you because we care about you. Aww. And it's just really nice. That's um, so lovely. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit flowery, a little bit cheesy, but, like, it's just nice <laughs> to have especially when i'm living in a city that i didn't move to that long ago so it's it sometimes i can feel like do i even have friends here at the moment because so many of my mm-hmm. good friends are in different cities and different countries to me yeah but it's like no i do have some friends here i have like I, like the girl who came to help me like luella who came to help me and help me with my car she's a friend from work that i Aww. kind of went out on a limb and was like Maybe she's maybe she'll be free and she's she's a nice person so i can ask her and i asked her and she was like absolutely and took the train out at nine in the morning, came and helped me do a bunch of stuff, and then went to uni. Oh my god, that's so sweet. She could have just slept in and had a rest, but she came to help me, because she's nice, and everyone's nice. And that's my, my something nice, is that everyone's nice, and I like it. Oh. Thank you. That's lovely. Yeah. All right, I'm going to hit you, you with that. I'm going to hit you with the negative shit. Yes. I have something spice. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So... Uh oh. Also, we haven't acknowledged this yet. Sorry, because it's like a week past. But um, Biden and Kamala Harris won. Oh, so, yeah. oh, thank wow. goodness! Wow, wow. Yeah, um, it's been a time. Many of us can breathe a sigh of relief, and mm-hmm. yeah, wow, wow. Um, yeah. And also, thanks for voting, America. That was really cool. That high turnout. Yeah. Dang, that was that. amazing. Like, America, was, you did that. I had ass. I had ass. Yeah, it's awesome. 
Um, but now to the shitty part. Um, <laughs> Let's hear it, baby. Uh, so my partner was supposed to come back on November six, I think. Mm. And um, anyways, he had to stay longer, which was sad times. But I was in like, the US? in the U.S. Sorry, yeah, he's yeah. in the U.S. helping out family. And honestly, I'd rather him be doing that because. That's what should be happening. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing all right. You know, like I'm managing, like I'm seeing, I'm seeing friends like in BC, we still have like bubbles. You can't go and see people willy nilly. Um, so I was being really good and strict about that, but I was like utilizing my resources. And then we just had to go back into lockdown mm. because people are not respecting the covid guidelines and it's just like it's so selfish man like i don't know i i get the frustration i understand it but you know in vancouver we had on halloween like uh granville street which is like where a lot of clubs are and stuff was packed it was just filled with people and we've had our rates go up by over a thousand within a day like it's yeah it's ridiculous and um so our provincial health officer um dr bonnie henry she was like we gotta lock it down for two weeks and i'm worried it's gonna be longer Mm. honestly because we keep coming out with the with the rates um And so, yeah, I mean, this has been a beautiful practice and empathy for all those who live by themselves and are in lockdown. I feel you. Yeah. I uh, talk to my cats a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, But yeah, it's just like, I think the hardest part about COVID is it's such a slow burn trauma. And I think with a lot of situations in life, we can all say, oh, I know when the end date is. So I just gotta, I gotta persevere. And with COVID, we're like, oh, we heard some nice things about a vaccine, but we don't know. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm very hesitant about like, until it's like officially there's a vaccine. I'm like, there's so many things between that and actually having a vaccine. Yes. But it is nice to have at least a bit of hope. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, like for sure, for sure. But I feel like it's also a, a, about like almost managing that hope. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes I just damn myself by being like over the, like, yeah, this will work out. I'm going to be good. And then I end up being devastated. Yeah. But um, something else that I found interesting with being on my own, I have tried just being stone cold sober especially when i'm not around other people yeah and it's fascinating to me because so i like identify as someone who's very highly sensitive so like you know like people throw out the term empath and i kind of almost always been like cringed by it because i am empathetic but it's exhausting. And then I started mm-hmm. reading book this book called The Highly Sensitive Person. Yeah. And it just nails it. I'm sensitive in the sense of like, I do feel things very deeply. And I found with being sober, I am able to process it better. Whereas with alcohol mm. and like, say if I'm having a drink, I don't drink a lot, man. I, 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 I'm not a big drinker, but even just like maybe like two, three glasses of wine. The next day, my brain just has a harder time getting out of the funk or just existing with the funk. Yeah. But like right now, like I felt lower today, but I've been able to do things to help Mm. myself. Whereas like normally if, yeah, if I, if I had had something to drink, like kind of would be out the window. So that's Mm. been a really cool thing to learn. Yeah. yeah. It was my interesting thing yeah yeah Yeah. cool well keep us keep us updated on that journey sure that sort of stuff because that's cool maybe maybe i'll be drunk the next episode though who knows yeah (laughs) we we could do a drunk episode one day that might oh that might be i always like i always wanted to do a drunk episode or a drunk thing or something but then my brain's like yeah 
is that bad? Am I promoting bad things? But also it'd be so funny. But like I, I can't tell ethically whether I want to do it. But whenever other places yeah. do it, I'm like, haha, like drunk history. Absolutely oh, amazing. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. I love Did you know? Did you did, did you watch uh, New Girl ever? Yes. Do you know who Jake Johnson is? Yeah, Nick. He play he plays Nick? Nick. I love Nick. He yes. came up with the idea for drunk history. Did he? Yes. Derek. What is his name? Derek Waters? That's that's the host, right? Okay. Of Drunk History. Yeah, he's he was buddies with Jake and I think they got drunk together and Jake like threw out this idea because I think he was kind of doing it. And then Derek was like, I got to make this into a show. Oh, my God. I love that. So there's your fun tidbit of the day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it all comes back to Jake Johnson. Oh, love Jake Johnson. Uh, I just well, I wish Nick Miller. I just want Nick Miller in my life. Dude, I married Nick Miller, and he is exactly like Nick really? Miller. A hundred percent. That's incredible. There's like, there's like a scene in New Girl where he's like taking off, where Nick's taking off his pants, and he's lying on the bed, and he's not using his hands to take off his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I am married that man. <laughs> That is truly the dream. A million raincoats and married to Nick Miller. Oh my god, just living the high life here, guys. Wow. Oh man. Okay, well, is it is it time to sleep? Time to weep? Sleepy weepy. I'm already <laughs> lying down. I'm gonna okay. have a nap after this. Pretty excited. Right. Oh, I'm excited yeah. for you. Pretty jealous. All right. Well. Um. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. And have a good sleep, Lou. Yeah, have a good sleep. Be assertive. Let us know. Send us yeah. an email or a DM if you do something assertive. And then we'll be oh, like, yeah. high five, a pop, and give you praise for it. So much praise. Yeah. Golden stars. Praise. Yeah. Yes. Gold stars all around, figuratively. Or like a gif of one, maybe. Yeah. You know? Who knows? Yeah. The world's your oyster. It sure is. Okay. Okay. XOXO. Bye. Bye.